Yeah, man, Alex Pereira almost almost got the finish at the end of that second round, but he like took his foot off the gas. Yeah, I think I think if you heard the corner, right, and when we were watching it together, uh, Glover said we you know we have a plan, this and that. I think honestly, if he overextended and tried to put Jan away in that second round and didn't, um, he would have been afraid that he would have gassed, and then Jan could just lay on him the whole third round. And even though he could have had a dominant second round, he could have just he definitely lost the first. And then if he got laid on for the whole third round, even not taking any shots, it wouldn't have made a difference. So I think he was uh, making an effort to make sure he didn't gas out. Yeah, it was smart too because he was if he would have been pressing, 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 he opens himself up for that you know massive double leg and then getting stuck on his back for two minutes of the round. So he was like smart with his tactical approach. It just almost cost him because you know he could have put him away at the end of the second there. He chose not to. He chose to 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 pause and kind of save his energy, and he almost lost a decision. That shit was tight. That was scary. I knew. I knew when it was uh, Ron McCarthy that we were good because he always gets fights right. Like, for some reason, that dude just always gets fights right. So I was I was pretty psyched when I was like, oh, it's Ron, Ron McCarthy. But, I mean, it was still scary as shit going into that and then hearing it was a split and oof. And then Gaethje, bro, we nailed Gaethje as well. We, we both were on the Gaethje side. I had Gaethje rounds three and four, and it was – oh, he was – he was putting it on him in the first too, but good fight. Yeah, I, I, we we did pretty well. We the only one that was a a, a miss uh, was Kiesa, which I was very surprised with uh, Holland, um, Tony Ferg. I mean, it's Tony. he's saying the eye poke. Yeah, the eye poke. I thought severely impacted it, but everything changed. You know, after that. Um, but even when he was on his back, you don't need to have your eyes open to try and pull the guy close and and tie him up and stuff like that. So I don't know how much you could really look into that. But um, Derek Lewis, what a gift at plus uh, plus two something to get a win by knockout. We said, man, uh, we said that that line was going to look real fucking silly the next week. And it, looking back on it, it does. I mean, even if he didn't get that knockout early, like he still was going to. I think he still was going to beat the fuck out of Delima, but we'll never know now because the dude landed a flying knee in two seconds. Masvidal his yeah. ass. Like, it was – that was just great when we both had Derek Lewis tickets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, we did we did really, really well. Um, I know my account uh, looks phenomenal, even uh, not hitting some of those dogs, but that's the name of the game. You hit some of these other ones where the lines are absurd, like that Derek Lewis plus money – uh, to win by finish, we got Alex at plus money on the money line. Yep. Um, and then we got uh, Gaethje plus money uh, to win by knockout. So it worked out really, really well. And then we sprinkled a couple uh, under two and a halfs, um, some parlays with Bonfim, who's an absolute stud. Uh, I used a nice uh, 50% parlay. Uh, with him um, under two and a half and by sub that was that was a nice little plus money bet little gift so 
we did well. You know, hopefully we can we can repeat it uh, here. Unfortunately, this card does not have uh, the beauties uh, that we were given last week. No, no, this card is full of full of things that we would might might call the opposite of beauties. I do I do have something real quick though, Tim. So I got this parlay. It's Pantoja, Pajera, and Sean O'Malley. I have fifty bucks on it to win nine hundred and seventy. Right now I can cash out for three hundred dollars. Do we cash that or do we let it ride with, with Sugar Sean? We can also just wait a few weeks and let Sugar Sean, you know, do his thing and see how we feel then. But plus eighteen fifty on that parlay. Alex was a second leg. What would you do? Would you let it ride with sugar, or would you would you cash out right now? Um, what's the what's the potential payout? Nine hundred and seventy eight dollars. Nine hundred and seventy eight, and you can cash out now at a hundred and something, hundred and seventy. Two hundred and ninety dollars. Two hundred and ninety dollars. And what's Sean's regular odds? Plus two twenty. Oh, do you cash out and then just put put half of that on on Sean? I don't know, man. I have a bet on Sean already. I feel like I feel like he's the side, but I feel like you know that parlay. Pigs, you got to remember, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Yeah. So you could be two ninety uh, extra, or you could be. Yeah. yeah, I wish I had two ninety. You know, what I'm talking about? that's a that's a two ninety. We put that on on Alex versus Yuri, no problem. Alex all the day. Put it on Yuri by knockout. Is that what you said? Yeah. You could do that too. <laughs> you could do that too. Or I could put it on yeah. a, a random undercard fight here. I could put it on one of these 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 fights here that are uh, pretty much fifty fifties. I could put it on Jeremiah Wells or uh, yeah. Alexa Kamur. Coming off of two losses, Tanner Bozer. Yeah, uh, there's not a lot of good good betting spots here, but I got three that I'm a fan of. And we'll talk about them. I think. Yeah, there's some there's some good ones on here. Uh, I like some of these guys. You know, it's it's tough. You usually have something like this. It's kind of like a little bit of a down after such a, a massive card, but yep. But it's all right, man. You know, you can't. They have so many people on the roster. I think this gets missed a lot that it's it's impossible. You can't put all these studs on fight nights and everything like that when they have a deal with ESPN where they have to put out the content. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. why the, the roster is so deep, you know? Nobody can be mad about this card either because we just had two, like, fight of the year cards back-to-back. I still think 290 was better than 291, but, I mean, that's two stud cards pay-per-views back to back man this card was so good this card was so good it's tough because now now you're looking at i mean how many finishes were there in this card the one that there we thought definitely the one that we definitely thought wouldn't be a finish uh or would be a finish wasn't yeah. that was alex Leon. so it was it was pretty good it was moving quite rapidly um i will have to say yeah, the only bad fight was that uh, C.J. Vergara fight where it looked like they were on the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, yeah, that sparring session. Oh, dude, that was fucking awful. That, that was, so was... That was pretty bad. Despicable. All right, we can kick it off, the first one here. Uh, we got 
Oday, the Jamaican sensation Osborne, fighting Asu Almabayev. And Oday Osborne is 12 and 5, 3 and 2 in his last five. And Asu, this is his UFC debut. He is 5 and 0 in his last five and 17 and 2 overall. Let me grab the updated odds real quick from DraftKings. Yeah, so. Ode is plus 155, and Asu is minus 185 here. Yeah. Uh, I don't um, know, man. I like, I like uh, uh, Ode in this um, just for the simple fact that we know he's UFC tested, right? Um, he's, he's had a lot of fights in the last two years. Five fights in the last two years. Lost to uh, to uh, Manel Cop, right? He lost to Tyson Nam, who we know is a, a dangerous uh, fighter. Uh, he's got a win over Charles Johnson. I and he's got a decision over Vagara. I like Odie, man. I like Odie. I don't think I don't think Asu has the eyes. Pakistan guy though. I don't know. I don't think he's got the the pedigree yet um, to be Odie. I, yeah. I really don't. I mean, he's got he's got nineteen fights, um, two losses. Um, fighting out of Kazakhstan. Oh man, I'm curious to see if he's on if he's on Rachmanov's team, which I'm not sure. I'm not sure, he but he is. He is. Oh man! So he's training with the same guys. He's in the same gym as Rachmanov. He's not that guy. So though. that's the thing is he's not that guy. <laughs> he's not that guy, but he's training with that guy. Yeah, we um, saw that uh, that Kazakhstan guy. Remember, he just debuted against Tyson Nam, and it was a split decision. I think he trains out of the same gym. Um, I want to say he does. Maybe. maybe. I don't. You know what? I I did like Odie, but that gym changes a lot for me. I'm still heavy into Odie here. I think. Yeah. I think because I went back and watched the uh, there's an Alexander yeah this guy Alexander Dolshaluk these are both in Brave I watched that fight and then I watched this Imram Magaramov fight both of them. Um, mm -hmm. and it's gonna just it's gonna just be if this guy can hold him down because Asu does not have much firm on the feet. He was getting jabbed up against this Alexander guy, uh, which he ended up submitting in the second round. He got jabbed up at the beginning and one two in the first round, and I feel like if if that guy's gonna do that, which I'd never even heard of that guy, then Ode is gonna probably put something on you early, and then you're gonna have to grapple him. Um. Which, I mean, he probably will get on top of Oday. I just feel like Oday's probably going to land the better shots. And plus 155 for a guy with with UFC caliber wins when Asu does not have any UFC caliber wins. I'll take this shot at 155. Although, that gym thing, it, it does kind of rattle me a bit. It does, but at the same time, I mean, Oday's out of, out of Syndicate, which is... It's a great gym. No. Yeah, there, there no that's no slouch of a gym. 
Um, I think I, ha you know what, I I can't flip flop back and forth. I gotta stick with I gotta stick with uh, Odie. Yeah, man. I feel like yeah, I think it is gonna come down to experience, and I think that's gonna be huge. Um, if this kid proves me wrong, um, I'm all about it. He's gonna be a guy to, to keep an eye on. Um, but this is gonna be a tough first fight. Let's put it that way. Regardless sure. of what the, what the odds are, this is gonna be a, a tough. Uh, first fight for this kid and, yeah, and this and he's at flyweight what weight is this fight at it'll be at 125 but Ode missed weight last time around because they got Ode at phantom yeah he missed he missed weight in i believe his last fight and so he's gonna have to get back down to 126 here the other guy's small for for flyweight as well like if they had an atom weight that wouldn't be atom weight that'd be yeah. I don't remember what that'd be, 115 for dudes. Then uh, this guy could probably fight at 115 because I was yeah. when I was watching, you should go YouTube his uh, his Alexander Dolchulchulk fight uh, after this. He was getting jabbed off. I mean, then he just, he gets he gets taken down and held down. Um, but but Asu was getting pieced up with those one-twos down the pipe early in the fight. Yeah, so I'll just take I'll take Sean Woodson, even though he's not fighting the Santos guy, because I think the dude he's fighting, he he won on Contender Series. It wasn't a very good win, and they didn't give him the contract. He goes and he wins two fights on a, on a regional scene, and now he's fighting Sean Woodson. Um, so so I'll take Sean Woodson. I feel like he's probably gonna piece him up. He showed us a lot in that Saldana fight. Uh, I liked it, even though he got he got his his shit rocked multiple times, but. I'll take Woodson against the I don't remember what his name is, but it's a guy off the contender series. I know that. Yeah, I like I like Woodson as well. Um, I think he's pretty slick on the feet, so um, I'm probably not gonna not bet anything on this, but I would take uh, Woodson as well there. Same. It's it's not a bettable one for me. It'll probably be Woodson like minus four hundred anyway, so I won't even be comfortable with that. All right. Yeah, I don't even know if they have the the replacement um, on DraftKings yet. Yeah, I don't think he is. I was looking earlier. Yeah, they don't they don't have anything on it. Did you see that DraftKings is doing like not just intervals of five now? So like Ode Osborne is like plus one fifty four instead of plus one fifty five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. I mean, that's the first time I've seen that. It, they could care less. Honestly, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. That's good. I'd rather take. Uh, you know, I feel much more comfortable at plus one fifty four than plus one fifty five. That means I got a better chance, no? You like it better? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> wow, this dude's name is White Kong. That's, Jake Hadley. That's insane. Uh, yeah, we got Jake White Kong Hadley uh, against the the crowd favorite nowadays. Cody Durden. People really like themselves some some Cody Durden nowadays. I think it's because he's all over Twitter and stuff, but uh, Hadley, he just beat Malcolm Gordon. He beat Carlos Candelario. Lost to Nascimento, who's out of Charles Dobronx camp. Durden, coming off a win over Charles Johnson, Tr Carlos Mata, and JP Bice. Uh, again, I'm probably going to keep this one pretty short. 
Uh, I think Hadley's going to win. I think Hadley's improving a lot between fights. He's 27 years old. Durden's 34. Durden's got like a gas tank, but I think Hadley all around is a better fighter. He's got, I think, a little bit more slick um, BJJ. I think he's probably a comparable wrestler to Durden. Durden's a pretty good wrestler. I think Hadley's got the better hands by far. Dude had some hands in that last fight. So I'll take Hadley. He's minus 200 right now. I'm not interested in betting minus 200 in this fight because Durden could definitely push the pace and win. But it'll be it'll be old White Kong for me. Uh, plus, I don't know. I kind of like English fighters for some reason, even though I, I'm not English. But I do like uh, fighters from England nowadays. I don't know why. Tam Tom Aspinall, Leon Edwards, some of my favorites. I, I think because... It's, I don't want to sound stereotypical, but you have a lot of the a lot of the English fighters in in my opinion focus more on the boxing as opposed to you know the wrestling and everything like that. So I think I think the on their feet, I, I think they put a little bit more uh, more effort into it. I mean, look at like you said, look at Davy Grant. Right, perfect example. Yeah, Davey Grant, Davy, super slick, super slick on the feet. Um, you know, you have you have guys that um, Aspinall slick on the feet, Leon Edwards slick on the feet. You know, Bisbing slick on the feet. So, so I think that's what makes them very entertaining fighters. Um, but Hadley is slick on the ground. In um, Contender series, he had a sub. Um, his uh, second UFC fight, uh, he had the sub, and most recently a TKO KO um, down due to some ground and pound. So I think I think he could get a finish here. If anything, I'd wait to see when the odds come out. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Uh, as the week goes on a little bit longer, I'd wait and see if we can get him uh, to finish at some kind of plus money, maybe even plus uh, or plus 100, 150. I like him by sub a lot. I think Durden, Durden's a good wrestler, but I don't think Durden's a good submission grappler at all. Um, yeah, he probably has... have some. Yeah, exactly. He's probably got some belt to back it up. Like, oh, he'd say, oh, I'm a black belt or whatever, but... You know, I think Hadley's got the better better submission game here, and if you could honestly go fight ends by submission too, because I don't think uh, Durden is gonna knock out Hadley, and I don't know if Hadley is gonna knock out Durden. It would have to be on the ground, in my opinion. But then again, Durden has gotten clipped on the feet, so I could see Hadley putting something on him on the feet too, because Hadley's got slicker hands, I think, between the two. Yeah. Looks like we're in agreement on Hadley. Yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, we're only a couple fights in, but there's nothing too crazy, uh, yet on the card. Where I think we're gonna get maybe a little bit further up, maybe the next fight we might have a little disagreement, but and nothing that's really getting my balls tingling either. Like last week, I was feeling Derek Lewis, I was feeling Alex, I was feeling some stuff, man. I was. Like, I was ready to go. These fights, it's more so a little bit of a limp dick situation where I'm just kind of, eh, you know, like, I'll watch them if I need to. Like, okay, cool, I'm a fan. I'll watch and cheer. But, like, nothing that's really, like, I got to get my fucking money into DraftKings for this. But Billy Q, 
I saw him fight. Uh, I saw him fight in Kansas City, and I had money on Edson Barboza. Which, dude, that night I had money on all the right people. That was the best night I've had of betting in a long ass time. I had uh, like Ian Kutalab, uh, Edson Barboza, uh, a couple other good ones. But Billy Q, seventeen and five, um, coming off of a loss to Barboza, that knee. Before that, there was a win to Alexander or against Alexander Hernandez, lost to Shane Burgos, win over Gabriel Benitez, lost to Gavin Tucker, Damon Jackson coming off of that knockout loss to Dan Ige, which was was very brutal. But before that, he had a win over Pat Sabatini, a win over Daniel Ar- Argeta, a win over Camuela Kirk, and a win over Charles Rosa. So some decent wins there for for Damon Jackson, but. Who are you feeling, Tim? Um, I'm taking I'm taking Damon Action Jackson by sub. Um, it's just you have those guys, and, and the easiest path for Damon Jackson is to, uh, I think, sub Billy Q. I think that's going to be uh, the way to victory. Uh, He's been he's been pretty hot. Um, he ran into Dan Ige, who honestly surprised me. I did not think Dan Ige was going um, to to put it on him like that. But I'm gonna go right back to the well, um, and and I think Damon Jackson is gonna give him his uh, first loss by submission. Yeah, I'm feeling I think my favorite bet of this fight would be the over. I think they're both they're both kind of pillow punchers. Like Billy Q, obviously he puts a pressure on and those punches get get heavy later because you're tired and you've taken 50 of them, but I think Billy Q kind of has soft hands uh, when it comes to just punching power outright. Damon Jackson, I feel the same way. I get that they have they have wins by knockout, wins by TKO, but just watching them, I don't think that they really carry the most uh, you know power in their hands. And they both have decent chins. Granted, they both got knocked out in their last fight, but Dan Ige hits like a fucking Mack truck. Yeah, Edson Barbosa, yeah. knee. I mean, I think I think that would put out ninety percent of the UFC roster. Yeah. So I'm taking Billy yeah. Q though. I'm taking Billy Q and here's, I'm taking the over. Here's here's my thing. So granted, you know I, I like Billy Q. I think he's a dog, but how much damage has he taken? Yeah, um, a lot of damage in his, in his last couple of fights. You know, Barbosa. Obviously, we know that one. But even with Alexander Hernandez, um, Shane Burgos. You know, those the Shane Burgos fight was was a great fight um i just think he's taken too much damage so that's why i I think damon jackson is has to be smart right he's got to take him to the ground and and he's got to sub him you know i like i said billy q hasn't been subbed but i think damon jackson can can't get the job done um he's got 15 wins by submission he's got four wins by KOTKO so the easiest way is for him to get a submission so that's what that's what I'm going with 
Final answer. All right. Final answer for you, Damon Jackson. Final answer for me is Billy Q via decision because I just I can't think of a spot here that Damon Jackson is a ton better than Billy Q. I think Billy Q is probably the better striker here. Cardio-wise, I think they're pretty close. Ground game-wise, Damon Jackson probably a little bit better in the jiu-jitsu realm. Billy Q a little bit better in the wrestling realm. I don't know. It's a close one. I won't have any money on either side here. If I do have money, it'll be that over two and a half uh, or just fight goes to decision. But Billy Q is going to be my pick for the sake of, of just having a pick. And I think uh, the most undefeated betting strategy of all time is the loss, win, loss, win, loss to be a win to continue the pattern. So, so you're saying he's due. He's due. He's due, he's due okay. for one. That's what it. That's what. Now, it, that's what it's saying. What if? What if we come out with the line that Damon Jackson is plus four hundred to win by sub. Plus four hundred. You'd have to get into the. You'd have to be. It'd have to be like plus seven hundred for me to take that. Really? Yeah, I don't think Billy Q. Billy Q is pretty good defensively on the mat. Okay. All right. Where's this at? Nashville. Nashville, okay. We'll see if it's plus seven hundred though. I would definitely, I would definitely, it'd be, it'd be looking me right in the face from my DraftKings. It'd be giving me some, some eyes all week. Man, I'm gonna have to keep you, I'm gonna have to keep you updated on that one. All right, this is gonna be a fun fight, in my opinion. Uh, Jeremiah Wells versus Carlson Harris. So Jeremiah Wells right now on DraftKings is minus 130. Carlton Harris is plus 110. They're both coming off of wins. Jeremiah Wells over Matthew Semmelsberger. Carlton Harris over Jared Gooden. Um, you know, for me, this is a pretty, pretty even fight. I think Jeremiah Wells has the, the grappling here. Carlton Harris is a sneaky good grappler too, though. Like, this is a very, very crazy interesting fight. And I feel like... Even odds is fair on this. I think even odds would be pretty, pretty decent. And we're getting close to that with that minus 130, plus 110. I don't, I'm not really tempted to take Carlson Harris plus 110. Here's, I have a question for you, Tim. Were you impressed with Jeremiah Wells in that Semmelsberger fight? Or were you kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, no, I'm not impressed. Well, no, because to get a, uh, uh, split decision win over him and i'm not i'm not a big uh Semmelsberger guy anyway yeah um it didn't it didn't impress me much um and then and then he knocked out court mcgee i mean christ how old how old's court mcgee like i <laughs> and blood diamond almost, that's a terrible and fighter blood, and, and warley alva uh alvas so none of those really surprise me like they don't really do anything for me um however um even though he got knocked out uh when you man up and and fight Shavkat Rachmanov like uh Carlson Harris has uh, I think that makes me think he's got that dog in him, and I think he is 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 going there uh, to get a job done. And 
I kind of I kind of would part with my my money on on Carlson Harris. That's the I vibe think, I've been getting, man. I mean, he's he's the height is six foot compared to five nine. Um, slight slight uh, reach advantage. Um, fighting out of out of Rio, right? I just. I, I like Carlson Harris here, man. And and he's is he the dog? Yeah, he's plus one ten right now. Plus one ten. I might sprinkle a little on him now. Um but yeah, if you take the Shopcott Rachmanoff fight, you got you got some some balls on you, man. Yeah. Um, to take that fight. Bro, I so, mean no one wanted to take that fight. No. So you, you got to give him credit. And like I said, this Jeremiah Wells is fighting Semmelsberger. Okay, Semmelsberger just did well. Court McGee. I I mean these guys are just older. Blood Diamond, not very uh, impressive. I think I could submit then, Blood Diamond, dude. Like that dude I, literally looks like he. I don't know. You you fall you fall down and you'd probably like sink in a rear naked choke because he'd just not know what he was doing. Like he looked like he yeah. did not know what sport he was partaking in when Jeremiah Wells took him to the mat. And Jeremiah Wells is great on the mat. Like he's a Renzo Philly guy. Um but but like uh dude, Blood Diamond just he didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the whole thing is if you got somebody that has no problem taking on uh taking a fight with Shavkat, that's that's guy's gonna earn a lot of respect and and he's not shows that he's not scared to to go in there and and lay it out and put it on the line so yeah. that goes a long way um in in my book uh he has he has been knocked out twice though um but in this in this guy's he's split five five uh TKOs, KOs, five um, subs, and then a lot of decisions. So maybe I would go Carlson Harris by decision. Yeah, I'm siding with you here. I, I like Carlson Harris. I think he's probably just a little bit too big and a little bit too strong for Jeremiah Wells. And, and people who hit hard, like when Semmelsberger knocked down Wells however many times he did, I thought – it's just a big red flag, and Jeremiah Wells is getting older. Granted, Harris is as old as Jeremiah Wells, but I think I think I think Wells is becoming a fade very quickly after that Summelsberger fight, and I think people are jumping on the Carlson Harris side here because it's moved from plus one forty to plus one ten, uh, and I'll side with that. I do think Harris probably gets this one done. Do you know he's got a win over Michelle Pereira? I did know That's that how actually. So I was listening to uh, Anik and Florian um, today, and they were explaining the R's, and if it's an RR, it's an H sound. So if it's just the one R, right? Mm -hmm. So like Alex would be Alex Pereira. You almost put a D in at the end. Pereira. So, so Michelle Pereira, who got canceled with Wonder Boy, um, Carlston uh, Harris has a win over him. 
That's a good win, even though Michelle was like a, a wild boy flipping, doing kicking people in the head on the ground back then. <laughs> but oh, still, it's yeah, a good yeah, win. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just uh, name value, name value. Yeah. So, but I think he can. I think he can get it done. I I don't know how interesting it's going to be. It could be back and forth, but uh, I'm not getting too too excited for. For this fight, I'll still be probably riding a high after my Damon Jackson uh, by sub misses. You mean um, after it misses? Yeah. So then I, I I'd probably be getting ready for my next uh, lock um, coming up in the next fight. Oh, your big lock here! You got a big old fat lock. This I got... this fight. This is a banger. This is a great fight. This this is a banger and. And here's here's my thing. So it's quite funny because we were just discussing the R's, how they're an H and a D, and if it's R R to H or beginning with uh, it would be an H like Hoist Gracie, right? Mm-hmm. But Ronnie Barcelos, it's not Honey Barcelos. Technically, well, technically it is. But since he is now on American TV and getting American fans, he goes by Ronnie Barcelos. So we got Ronnie Barcelos versus Kyler Phillips. Um, who are you taking on this one? All right. So let me just preface this by saying uh, I've been a Kyler Phillips guy. He's been one of my favorite UFC fighters. So... I'm taking him here, uh, but I don't think anyone should listen to me when I talk about him because I've been a fan, I think, since before he – let me go look. I know – I remember the first fight I watched of his. Um, yeah, no, it was this uh, this Victor Henry fight because it was outside. I remember Victor Henry, uh, and then he, he fought Victor Henry after – he had this contender series fight, and I didn't see him in any of these fights. I didn't see him fight Brad Katona on The Ultimate Fighter, but I watched him fight Victor Henry, and I've been a big fan since because dude is an absolute savage. Um, like, he's got some unorthodox shit and, and stuff, so I'm going to take him. I will not bet on him because I'm just a fan of his. I really like the way he fights. I think it's fun. He goes for it. He just throws. He throws crazy spinning. He throws crazy jumping. He throws everything. I do think Barcelos is a dog, though. Barcelos is a dog. He's always been a dog. Um, he's getting older. So I think Phillips probably beats him here, takes a step up, and, and runs with it. But he's he's minus – let me look at the exact odds. He's minus 200 right now. I won't be betting that for Kyler Phillips. But I do think Phillips beat Rowley and Paiva. I do think he beat Rowley and Paiva, even though that's a loss on his record. Um so yeah, I'll take Phillips. I like Phillips. He's a fun guy to watch. I think he got hit with a with a suspension recently. Um, so we know he's juiced to the gills, Tropicana style. Um, so yeah, Phillips for me. But it's it's a pass, and I'm gonna watch it and enjoy it because these two strikers they know what the fuck they're doing when they're on the feet. They're not scrubs. So I'll be watching and cheering for Kyler Phillips. All right, so. Kyler Phillips trained out of MMA Lab with uh, Tim Welsh. 
that's Tim Walsh's gym. Sugar Sean, with, too. Uh, Sugar Sean, right? Yep. Um, I think... I think we're going to get a grappling match here. I really... Both strikers, I think we might get a, a, a grappling match. And I know the boys at the MMA lab are are really 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 good like i think sean is a phenomenal grappler and we'll get to him um in a couple weeks two weeks three three weeks i think yeah um but i i think i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i'm gonna go with ronnie barcelos and i'm also gonna sprinkle a little ronnie by finish nobody wants to fight these guys um and when you're when you're out there and you're giving it a go uh it was six months ago he's had time to recover shit off um decent win against trevin jones uh kind of a uh not so good loss to, to victor henry um, and then a loss to, to Teamer, who we're actually going to see tonight fighting Brad Katona. That's a banger, dude. That's I think a fucking Ronnie banger. needs this win um, to, to stay relevant. Yes, he's getting older. Um, but two of those last three losses are two guys that are fantastic. Even though Teamer's on, on uh, the Ultimate Fighter right now, Teamer is, is no joke. Um, and Umar Nurmagomedov is no joke either. So I think it's going to come down to experience. Um, Kyler Phillips coming off uh, that layoff uh, more than a year, right? So I'm going to go Ronnie Barcelos, man. I think it's going to be a grappling match, believe it or not. So I'm going to go, um, you know what? I'm going to go Ronnie under two and a half. I think he's going to get it done. Yeah. I don't think he's getting the finish over my boy, Kyler Phillips. Looks like we're going to have at least two spots against each other. You'll but have you don't Ronnie. think with, with... Yeah, I don't... I mean, but look at his last his last win over uh, Rojo. I mean, you thought he beat Paiva? I thought he beat Paiva, but Paiva's not all that great anyway. His best one's probably uh, Yadong Song. Yep. And that was two over two years ago. It's a pretty good win, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I think if anyone's gonna take take it to the mat, it'll be Kyler, and I think he'll be he'll get Ronnie's back. That's kind of what I, I think know, would man. happen Those... on the mat. You think so? Those. <sighs> Barcelos was a good wrestler, but he's not really used it much in, in the UFC. We will see what shows the pro fighters. I don't know. I just have such a hard time, and it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know who he's. He's not in one of those big, big gyms. Yeah, you know, he's um, a smaller gym. Yeah, I still, I still think it's just one of those things. I feel like it's almost by uh, DNA. You know what I mean? 
Um, he's just built yeah. different. Looks like, yeah, like his father's his coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I would love to know who his uh, father is a black belt under. That would be interesting to me. I think but, uh, I think the other thing, too, is, is Phillips, Kyler's been training with Sugar Sean for this title fight, probably getting in the best work that they've gotten. You know, really, really getting ready. And what's he been drilling, Kyler Phillips? He's been drilling, trying to take down Sugar Sean O'Malley. Why? Because Sugar Sean needs to be ready to get, get those takedown defenses in against Aljo. So, I don't know, though, man. It's going to be... It's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy fight in my opinion. It's gonna go on the feet. It's pretty even on the mat. You know who's who's got the advantage. We disagree. I think Kyler does. You think Ronnie does? We're gonna we're gonna probably see. To be honest, yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I've got a strong opinion about this next one though. Bahamondes uh, versus Ludovic Mister Highlight Klein, which that can't be his nickname anymore. Uh, you can't have a nickname, Mr. Highlight, and then go to draw with Jai Herbert. Um, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, man, like, if you go to a draw against Jai Herbert, take Mr. Highlight out of your name. But uh, I'm, you know, I'm sticking with it. I'm going Ludovic Klein here. I think Bahamundes is a fraud on the mat. I think he's a great kickboxer. Uh, I think the guy has some really nice kickboxing chops. He's six foot three, which is huge, but I think Ludovic Klein is going to be able to double leg, clinch, and, and trip this guy, and I think he's going to be able to hold him down. I don't think Bahamundes is going to have what it takes to uh, to get back up and, and you know keep him off him. And Klein was showing a little bit more of a, a push to wrestle against Jai Herbert, and I think he's going to need it here. If it's on the feet, Bahamundes probably beats the shit out of Ludovic Klein, but on the mat. I think Ludovic Klein is a much better fighter, and let me check the current odds. But I'll probably have a bet on on Ludovic Klein. Yeah, he's plus one ninety. I'm definitely gonna have a bet on Ludovic Klein, and then Ludovic Klein by decision here. And I think it's pretty clear. You know, Baja Mendez is is rightfully favored. I just don't think he's got. I think he's gonna get fraud checked here. He's gonna have to drop one, and then he's gonna have to go back to the drawing board and work on his grappling because I don't think he's got the grappling to stand up at the UFC level. And we're gonna probably at least see it tested here. And if he passes with flying colors, good for him. I'll move on. I'll take my loss on the chin, and I'll move on. But Ludovic Klein for me by, by grapple, by grapple, fuck. Yeah, I'm um, I'm with you on that. I gotta. I'd do the same thing. Um, the only thing I am worried about is is I will probably take a, a little sprinkle on uh, Bahamondes by by KO as well. Um, I think he could he could give him. Uh, obviously, I think he can knock him out. Um, Landwehr subs, Ludwig, uh, Michael Trezano, which aren't really Landwehr. Okay, he had his his moment of fame, and then he kind of got a reality check of where he's at. Ludwig, I don't think those those losses aren't to decent guys though. I think Bob Mendes could put him out, but I also think Ludwig Klein could, like you said, wrestle fuck. 
This is a tough one. So this is what I'm going to do. Um, Klein by by decision, right? Yeah. And, and, then, and I'm going to sprinkle Bahamundes by uh, KOTKO. Yeah, Mundus has that snappy striking man. Yeah. So, so what I'm gonna have to do is wait to see uh, what those lines um, come out as. But straight up, if I had to pick, if I had to pick money line, um, money line, I would I would just go straight uh, Ludwig Klein because I I think it's better better money. That's what um, I would take. Plus 200, like, at that point, when you get into those plus 200s and above, you're looking at guys who, who you know, do they have a chance in this fight? Do they have a real path? And I think Klein does have a real path, you know, with that grappling. Yeah, I, I think he does. I think he does as well. Um, let's see. Did they? I don't even see it. You see it? Uh, yeah, plus 190. Yeah, so it'll be good. Bahamut is minus 230. It's a little wide yeah. for me on Baja Mendez. Like, I just don't think he should be this this early into his career, not really being tested. He shouldn't be that that high. Yeah, that that does seem a uh, a little little out of pocket. Um, I mean, maybe Roosevelt Roberts was a good win. Yeah, contender series alum, so. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. The kids, the kids been hot, you know. Yeah. He's he's got the trifecta. His last three fights: a knockout, a sub, and and a decision. So we'll see. We'll see. But, it's going to be a fun one to watch know, for sure. That one will be a good one to watch. It should be, and, yeah. Unless Ludwig Klein just lays on him for fifteen minutes. It's probably what I'll be hoping for. Yeah, Lay and pray, baby. Sit your butt on his butt and just sit there in half guard. Little little punch, little elbow every once in a while. And just sit there. Man, yeah. this fight is um, kind of like the biggest loser here. These two dudes fucking suck. Like, I mean, Alexa Kamer, uh, who did he lose to? Let's look at this. Nikolai and then uh, William Knight. William Knight is god-awful. Dude is just is just a bodybuilder, like cosplaying as a UFC fighter. He was just a massive dude um, who was throwing punches. Tanner Boser got like his head knocked off by Ion Kutalaba, which I love Ion Kutalaba, so nothing against him there. Lost to Rodrigo Nascimento. Beat Ovent St. Prue, which everyone does nowadays. Lost to Ir Latifi. Ir Latifi. And then yep. lost to Andre Arlovsky. So, I mean, Tanner Bozer, kind of awful. Alexa Kamer, kind of awful. Bozer's the favorite here. Kamer's the underdog. Uh, I think I'll be watching this sloppy fight through my fingers, kind of on, on the, the edge of a nap. Um, okay, I feel kind of disrespectful to the fighters. They're still UFC fighters, but... I don't think this is going to be a very good fight. I'll probably avoid any sort of bet on this. If I had to pick a side, probably Tanner Bozer. I'd take Tanner Bozer on this. Um, but yeah, there's not going to be not going to be a bet for me here. Um, I am going to 
Probably take um, uh, same same game, same fight uh, parlay here at um, to win by knockout and to be under two and a half. Um, both these guys are fighting for their jobs. Yep. If I had to pick who I think is going to win straight up money line, and I might do this as well, is I might do uh, Alexa Khmer by TKO under two and a half. He's younger. Oh, I have Alexa. Alexa, stop, please. <laughs> um, yeah. Alexa. Turn on. Always. Okay, now you got her fired up. Dude, she's ready to go. She's excited for you. I think that means you have yeah. to bet Kamer here. Yeah, I am. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Kamer two and a half by knockout. I think Boaster's fighting for his job. He's gonna he's gonna throw it all out on the line. He's got a ton of more mileage on him, right? We're talking 31 fights compared to eight fights. Um, we're talking 32 years old to 27 years old. Um, I just think that it, he's taking too many losses. He knows his job's on the line. Uh, that knows his job is on the line as well. So they're going to throw it out there and, and I expect to see some, some bombs. And I'm going to go with a younger fighter that's taken less damage and who I think can get the job done. Yeah. I'm all, dude, I'm fully on board with that too. Like, I don't like Tanner Bozer either. He's kind of a little bit of a twerp. Um, so, yeah, I'm on your side here. I'll take I'll take Kamer with you. I won't bet it, but I'll, be, I'll flip. I'm a flip-flop here. I said Tanner Bozer was my pick earlier. I'm headed to your side here. I'm going with uh, with Kamer. Yeah. I, I mean, so he's right now Kamer. Uh, he's plus one thirty six. So he's plus one thirty six. So if you sprinkle, you get one of those nice little props that's under two, uh, uh, plus you know twenty percent or plus ten percent or whatever it is on DraftKings. You can get that, um, like how I did with. Bomb theme under yeah. two and a half by sub. This I would just do uh Kamer, Kamer under two and a half by TKO. It's probably honestly uh about plus plus four hundred at least. Um and then if you can get a little extra bonus on top of it. But the the damage that Tanner Browser has taken, I, I can't ignore that. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'll I'll go for it too. And if we both fall victim to the uh, the Alexa Kamer train, then it is what it is. This is the and, people's and main event nothing. here. Yeah, and this kid, this kid hasn't. He's he's lost a split decision and a unanimous decision. Uh, he's had a a lot of time off as well, though. That does make me nervous. Um, but younger, fresher, you you have to put that in the equation. Yeah. Speaking of, of younger, fresher, uh, we got the emo Brazilian, our boy, Diego Lopez, that both of us picked over uh, Mosvar Evloev, which did not work out betting-wise. Um, 
But, dude, did he have him in some nasty, nasty spots there. And that's Muslar Evloev. He was threatening yeah. him, Tim. He was. And and this kid, um, this kid really, really surprised me. Um, I don't, to take, to take uh, him to a decision, uh, um, was pretty was pretty damn good. Yep. Um, are you gonna ride with him uh, again? Oh, dude. I mean, against the guy with the the nickname of Governor. I mean, he's gonna finish him in the first round. It's not even a you... thought. Oh. First round wow. finish, man. I'm taking Diego Lopez. First round finish. Mark it, lock it, pop it here, dude. Diego Lopez. This is Alexa Grasso's submission and grappling coach what happened dude she just fucking submitted valentina shevchenko he has an emo haircut in his picture he just almost beat a top 10 uh, uh 145 pounder in Malzvar evloev the guy's 511 fighting gavin gavin tucker who is the governor who's 56 he has a six inch reach advantage tucker is 37 diego lopez is 28 not even in his prime yet He's killing him. Dude, they're going to have, like, Dana's going to have to be there carrying him out of the fucking octagon. First round, Diego Lopez, however he wants. He's going to butcher this guy. Think of, when you think of this fight, think of um, Tiago Moises versus Yoel Alvarez. That's exactly what this fight is going to be. He's going to hit him with elbows. He's going to chop him up. And it's just going to be, it's going to be his coming out party. He's going to butcher this dude. Teddy got all fired up. He's going to butcher him. He's going to butcher him. Got all fired up. He's going to butcher him. He's Dude, It's <laughs> and he's a good price here, too. He's minus. Let me check what the odds are right now. But he is, I mean, this is this is my boy for this card. I had, I had Alex Pereira last card. This is my boy. First round, damn, he's minus 170 now. That sucks. But him in the first round, done. Lock it in. I'm I'm hot on this guy. I think he's, like I said, man, Yoel Alvarez versus versus uh, Tiago Moises. That's what this is gonna look like. Now you don't have any. Um, I mean, he just got he just got knocked out by Dan Ige, uh, but that was also two years ago, two years and four months. He's he's older. I think they're giving this fight in. And I apologize if this was in your unheard rant. Um, besides the the cat that is the only one that heard you, but <laughs> thirty-seven years old Gavin Tucker versus twenty-eight year old Diego Lopes. Um, this seems like uh, them doing Diego Lopes a favor as saying, "We're going to get you on here after that performance uh, you just had." Uh, I think that's what they're they're going to do for him. I agree, man. I think I just, like, he's the better all-around fighter, and he's more dangerous everywhere. Gavin Tucker's going to have to just sit on him if he wants to win. Gavin Tucker's going to have to lay on him and stay comfortable. And Mazvar Evloev was not even able to do that. So take it for what you will. I think Evloev's much better than Tucker, though. Yeah, we're talking huge age difference, huge height difference, huge reach difference. On paper, this should be a uh, certified 
Um, certified uh, whooping. Agreed, um, man. Especially how we just saw him with uh, Mozart Evil Lab. So I'm excited for this kid. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna make um, uh, a move up the rankings. He will definitely be be ranked uh, at one point, I believe. I'm about to say something, Tim. And you're gonna have to. <laughs> you're gonna have to take a deep breath, and, and 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 think about what I said before you yell at me. This dude reminds me of Charles Oliveira, man. No. Yeah, I'm telling. If anything, you, anything more of uh, he's got that that um, Kyle Barallo. Um, tattoos and and look with the yeah i'm talking the, fight style yeah. though like fight style he's got the submissions he's got the the kind of unpolished striking that charles did when he first came in the ufc he reminds me of him man i don't you think so I mean, maybe he'll lose and get cut on Saturday, and then he won't remind me of Charles Oliveira anymore. But for now, I mean, he's he's got, like, the, the weird length at 145, too, that Charles kind of has, where Charles isn't, like, super long, but he's, like, kind of weirdly long at 155. I don't know. It's, like, an odd body type plus fighting style that, like, they both kind of remind me of each other, even though Diego Lopez is literally in his second fight in the UFC and is not very good right now. Yeah. I mean, but we saw his potential. We did just like with Charles, man, we knew his potential. He just always gave up. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can never rule anything out. Um, but I think no, maybe, Maybe, but Charles was has been in UFC for so long. Yeah, um, we saw him as as pretty much a, a kid. Granted, this he's still he's still young, but he's not as young as as Charles was. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We we will see. I I will never say never. We don't know how how bad this this guy wants it. Um, anything is possible. Obviously, look at Charles. That's probably the the best um, story uh, in in MMA. I think his story is much better than Brandon Moreno, even though you know Brandon Moreno got cut and he fought his way back. Charles is the stuff. best story in UFC. Black I, I think man. Charles. I think Charles is he's he's that that guy. I think Diego Lopes um, a little bit too old uh, to be that guy, but their styles yes can be similar since they could do it. Uh, both on the feet um, and on the ground. Yeah, man, I'm excited though. I'm excited to see Diego fight. See what he's got here. This next now, fight. What I did notice. What I did notice. Are we fading? It looks like we're fading Canada. Yeah, we might have to do a full fade Canada parlay because we're faded Bozer and we're fading Gavin Tucker. Yeah, so that's gonna be a nice little parlay. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, note that and jot that down. Of um, Kamara and Lopes uh, to win in a, in a little parlay. I like it. I mean, 
Canada has never really been good until we went to Canada last fight card, and they all of a sudden won, like, every single fight. But until yeah. then, Canada never had, like, crazy success outside of a couple fighters. This fight's going to be going to be an interesting one. Um, Kennedy in Chukwu, the African Savage, uh, number 15 light heavyweight in the world. Dude is 6'5 with an 83-inch reach versus Dustin <laughs> Jacoby, who's coming off of a loss to Azmat Mirzakhanov, which I saw in person, and then a loss to Khalil Roundtree. And Kennedy just beat up on Devin Clark and Ion Kutalaba, and I'm done fading Kennedy. I tried. I gave it my best shot with Ion Kutalaba and then Devin Clark. I bet against yep. Kennedy both times. I'm done. I think he's going to take Dustin Jacoby to the mat, and I think he's going to put his elbows in Dustin Jacoby's forehead. And I think that's going to be the fight, and I don't have anything more to say on that. Easy win for Kennedy, in my opinion, if he takes it to the mat. If he keeps it on the feet, a little bit tougher because Dustin Jacoby's decent, but Kennedy, probably the clear side here, but... Uh, Humor me, Tim. You on Dustin? So you think? You, you, let me ask this. So you think Njoku's grappling um, is is decent? Yeah, I surprisingly think the dude is is a decent grappler. Is it because he trains with Damon Jackson? No, nah, Damon Jackson sucks. <laughs> I think. I think um being at at Fortis MMA and everything's kind of turning around for him um he's with safe side uh, he's on a three fight win streak um all finishes two KOs and a sub this one is I'm definitely not taking the dog on this um I do like Kenny um yeah and Joku and that standing guillotine choke was so John Jones esque. Yup. Um. I I have to. You have to. It, this I think this is. If you're gonna bet something under uh, one and a half, I think this will be uh, the the one to to take. Um, I'd be very very surprised. Um. If it if it goes to a decision. If you're unsure about the under one and a half, uh, I would feel pretty safe in going under two and a half. Do you know what the um, under two and a half is? Because I got the odds right here. Take a guess. I uh, it's probably plus or minus three three ten. It's plus one oh five under two and a half. No. Yeah, I'm staring at it right here. Under really? two and a half plus one oh five. That's a bad line. That's a terrible line. That is a bad I'm, line. I'm gonna have to log in and maybe lay a little something right now. I don't understand. I mean, granted, we're early. We haven't seen weight cuts and stuff like that. But if you have a guy that's finished, he's on a three-fight win streak and he's finished his last three fights, going against a guy that got uh, maybe because he, the other guy lost by decisions. But his back's against the wall um, as well. And he's gone, He's in the last eight months, he's gone uh, six full rounds. 
Um, and Khalil Roundtree is no easy out, but man, you're taking you're taking some shots from Khalil Roundtree. Yeah, <sighs> I think the age is going to be a factor here in Miles. Believe yep. it or not, all those decisions by for Dustin Jacoby, right? And one of them, when one of his wins was was a knockout, right? Yeah. But that adds up. You don't get paid. You don't get paid by the minute. You get paid by the fight. So if you don't need to be in there that long, that's it's no bueno. Um, Njoku under two and a half. Um, Me too. That's that's yeah plus. Plus 105. I'm going to see what those two. Njoku uh, plus under one, under two and a half. Uh, it won't let me same game that right now because it's too early no. in the week. But I'll no. definitely be, be betting that. Have you seen how it looks when Kennedy like grabs on to people? Like he looks like he shouldn't be that strong because he's super long and lanky. But when he grabs on to dudes, like he's got a grip on them. They can't get away from him. And I feel like Jacoby's gonna gonna fall victim to that too. Like even in a clinch, Kennedy's got some fucking grip strength. He's got some back muscles, and the dude the dude is surprisingly decent at submissions as well. We saw that against Devin Clark, but also he's he's threatened it in the past. And I mean, um, I'm a fan of Kennedy here. So I just I just uh, put something together again. Um, I did the. Uh, fade Canada in this fight under two and a half. Um, so it's Kimmer uh, Diego Lopes in this fight under two and a half. It is uh, plus six sixty eight. So Ooh. that's that's sneaky. Uh... Sneaky, nice chunky little. Parlay. Yeah, that's almost like the devil's parlay. Six six six, dude, dude. Six yeah. six eight there. That thing's I think that's gonna cash. I might do a one also of uh Diego Lopez and then Kennedy just straight up both of them parlayed. I might throw something on that. Cause Camer's yeah, the one I'm... I'm the most scared of there. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but we our our theory is is solid. Yeah, fuck Canada. If there's anyone Canadian who listened to this, sorry. Um, but just just for this weekend, fuck Canada for now. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. It's the <laughs> the the what could have been for Tatiana Suarez, man. She was, she's still only thirty two, almost thirty three, but she was like on the cusp of a title shot four years ago. Let me see exactly how long ago it was. Yeah, literally four years ago was when she beat Nina Nunes, and she had just beaten Carla Esparza, Alexa Grasso, so former champ. Uh, champ right now and then she beat this vivian Pereira, uh nina nunez who wasn't bad at the time and then she just beat montana de la rosa montana de la rosa is not a bad fighter but uh it is what it is jessica and Draj coming off a loss over jaunan yan lost to aaron blanchfield who she got grapple fucked by and then a win over Lauren Murphy, Amanda Lamosh, and Cynthia Calvillo. So, you know, Jessica Andrade, former champ, plus 300 against Tatiana Suarez. Are you taking the swing, or are you, you just going to ride with Tatiana 
what could have been Suarez? Um, I think I think Suarez is still uh, very dangerous. Uh, I'm definitely going to wait to see what the lines are and if it's possible, um, maybe parlay Suarez under two and a half by submission. Um, I think that's the way she's she's going to get it done. We saw Aaron Blanchfield. Um, it's going to be the, I think it's going to be the same thing. The same exact thing. Um, I think I think Andrade, uh, just like when she got knocked out by um, Janan, right? Yao, yeah. Yao, Janan. Yeah, when she got knocked out by her, Andrade just pressing, 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 made a mistake, circled into it, and got and got clipped. I think she's gonna. Be too aggressive, um, throw something uh, wild. Tatiana's gonna scoop her up, take her down, uh, and, and sub her. I think it's gonna be pretty quick as well, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, the only thing I'm interested in betting here would be Andrade by knockout. That's literally the only thing I'd be interested in. I would need a big number on that. Like, she's sitting plus 300 on the money line, I need to see like plus 700 on Andrade by knockout for me to bet that because yeah. Suarez probably going to win. Like she's probably going to just take her down and sit on her and then get a rear naked choke in the second round or something. That's probably like a, a big, a big opportunity there, but, and it'll probably happen. I just think that Suarez is super clunky on the feet. Like she looks robotic. She reminds me of like a, a Pat Sabatini type where she's kind of like a little bit of a liability okay. on the feet. Which she doesn't really need to need to be great on the feet when you're this good of a grappler. Like she's Olympic level wrestling for sure. Um, but Andrade, if somehow she can stuff one or two takedowns to start the fight, she's very live to just fucking nuke her in the first round. Like very very live to nuke her in the first round. So that would be my angle. Would be like if that's plus plus six fifty or plus seven hundred taking some Andrade by knockout, but. If it's not that, if it's only like plus like five hundred, I'll steer clear and just I'll I'll kind of cheer for Tatiana Suarez because I hope she gets a dub here and and moves on up the rankings and gets a shot at a title soon enough because she is getting a little older and I'd like to see her get at least a shot at it because she was so fucking good, man. Like four years ago when she was fighting, I just remember thinking this girl's gonna beat everybody. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, Andrade is only 31 years old. She's a younger fighter. It seems crazy. She's, She's got miles younger. left, for sure. I don't know, though. I don't think she does. She's 31, which isn't old, right? But she's also got 35 fights in her, man. 35 fights, and 11 of those are losses compared to... Tatiana's nine fights that are that are all wins. Granted, she was off for four years, right? But Andrade, she does have an OnlyFans one? now too. That might be the Who indicator. Does? Jessica Andrade. Yeah, and she's been knocked out five times. You know, and, and when you're in, you know, ten decisions, so that means you're a lot of miles, man. Yeah, I don't. She does. She's got the heavier hands here, though. That's that's literally her only shot is a knockout. That's about it. Yeah, 
and her last win uh, by knockout was September 2021 against Cynthia Calvillo. Which is a grapple-heavy fighter as well. Who yeah. knows? Suarez probably wins here, though. I mean, if I had to, like, if they were, like, gun to my head, just pick the winner, I'm taking Suarez every time. But, like, DraftKings comes to my door and says, you have to pick something plus money in this fight uh, to hit. Suarez. I'll take Andrade. By um, submission and under. That's what you're going to And then, uh, you know, most takedowns and, you know, juice that, juice that parlay up a little bit. Most takedowns is pretty much a fucking lock, to be honest. Tatiana possibly doing um, submission under two and a half, most takedowns. I think that would be yeah. a pretty decent, decent parlay. I think that's probably that's probably the best parlay possible for that that fight. It's probably not going to be that great of odds. You'll you'll probably get plus money on it, but it won't. It'll be pretty juiced because she wins so many fights that way. Yeah. I think I think that's that's probably the way to go for Tatiana though. She probably wins submission. She probably gets the most takedowns. Probably under two and a half. So yeah, I mean that's that's probably the the largest portion of possible outcomes for that fight. One hundred and twenty percent. All right. Main event. You ready? Main... Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. This is this is a good fight. Um, Rob Font versus Corey Sanhagen. Rob Font's a big ass underdog here. Uh, plus plus two. Let me go check exact odds on DraftKings since they do change quite a bit. Um, he is plus two thirty right now. Is Rob Font, and I'm a, I'm a Rob Font backer. I backed him in that last fight against uh, Adrian Yanez when he was plus two hundred ish. Uh, I backed him against Cody Garbrandt. I backed him against Marlon Moraes. I backed him against Jose Aldo, too, which he ended up losing. Um, I also really like Corey Sanhagen. I backed him against Song Yadong. I backed him against uh, Chito Vera, which the fact that that was a split decision was the worst thing I've ever seen in MMA. Yeah. That was um, terrible. And I'm a huge Cheeto fan. I, I love Cheeto. Um but I, I agree with you. Yeah, that was bad. But here, um, my one pause here for, for not laying some heavy, heavy dough on Corey Sanhagen is he really struggled against um, Jan, Peter Jan, with his jab because mm -hmm. Jan was popping a jab out at him. He really struggled with the jab. And Rob Font has an educated, smart fucking jab. His jab is like a laser beam to the nose. So that's my only issue. But other than that, I think Sanhagen should clear him. Sanhagen can take him to the ground. Sanhagen should be able to keep his range and kick him. Sanhagen should be able to do whatever he wants in the kickboxing range. The only danger is just getting your face jabbed off by Rob Font. And Rob Font also has a little bit of power if he follows that jab up. But for the most part here, Sanhagen's got everything. It's just that jab that scares me. And that's... Literally the entire thing. Sanhagen's younger. Uh, Sanhagen is only at a 1.5-inch reach disadvantage. Not a big deal. He's 5'11 to, to Rob Font's 5'8, so he's got a, a slight height advantage. I think Sanhagen's got him covered here. He can grapple. He's been, he's been showing those grappling improvements. Um, Font, not much grappling in that. 
He's got that pressure boxing style, and that's what he's got. He's literally just Calvin Cater at a lower weight. That's what he's got, and he's going to beat a bunch of guys doing that, and he's going to lose to the top guys doing that. And I think this is a situation where he's just going to lose to a top guy who, who's going to be able to, to fire back with stronger. He's going to be able to counter that jab in situations if he can time it right. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, I'm on Sanhagen here. I'm a Font fan, though. I really thought he was the dark horse of the division before that before that uh, Cheeto Vera fight. Because after the Aldo fight, I still believed in him. And then he got beat by Cheeto. Uh, and I still kind of thought he was he was a dark horse. Um, I don't believe that anymore. I don't think he's going to be a champ or anything. I'm a fan of him. So so maybe I'm a little bit biased there. But uh, I'll take Sanhagen here. I think I think Sanhagen... Um, I think that that'll be a good fight if, if if Sean O'Malley wins and then we get Sanhagen O'Malley at some point. I think that's a banger. Um, I I go back and forth with this. Um, you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's a really good chance. That Rob Font pulls this off, oh, dude. Don't get um, me tempted here. Oh man, here's 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 how I'm thinking. Um, Cheeto's Cheeto's not a ground guy, right? No. And and what really cost Cheeto that fight? Um, Cheeto waits. He takes rounds off. And then next thing you know, it, the fight's over. And if he doesn't get the finish, he loses. I think if Rob Font can start hot, he can piece up um, Corey Sanhagen. You I know, agree. Rob Font, he fought Cheeto, you know, and went to a decision. So I think if he starts and he can go toe-to-toe um, with Cheeto, granted he lost to Cheeto, Corey beat Cheeto, that's MMA math, but you're not factoring in um, Cheeto starting starting hot. Here's the thing, man. Rob Font. I think, I think, I think Sanhagen gets knocked out. Oh, dude, I would, I'd be, I'd be very happy to see that because Font is my dude when it comes to the 135 pound division. But my thoughts, man, is Rob Font is like such a good minute winner. He, the only reason he lost to Aldo and Cheeto is because they landed big shots on him. Does Sanhagen have that power to no. land those big shots? That's the only. That's really the question here. He could probably get a couple takedowns on Font as well, but Font's probably going to win like the volume and the the in between moments because he's just going to march him down and throw this light popping jab on him, which the judges love to see. So it's just can Sanhagen land some bombs on him that equate to more on the scoring criteria than Rob Font's small tap tap follow it up tap tap follow it up, and I don't know. Sanhagen's not really in the business of knocking people out. Uh, not recently, um, but I'll tell you who is recently, Rob Font. <laughs> Rob and, Font, yep. And he knocked out, um, well, n- 
dropped him and then finished him off. Uh, Adrian Yanez, that that really surprised me, and he looked fucking amazing. Yeah. So to look to look that amazing, and have Rob Font right now money line plus two thirty. I mean, that's tough. You know who's you know who's on this skid, um, and I, I think it goes uh, without saying that their um, stand up is um, ridiculous. Is Calvin uh, Cater? Yep. Calvin Cater has a phenomenal stand up. He's in the New England cartel with Rob Font. These guys are phenomenal. Um, when it comes to to striking, and Cater lost to to Arnold Allen and Josh Emmett. He beat Arnold Josh Allen. Emmett. Arnold Allen uh, fast tracked. Obviously, we know that too. Well, not fast track, but um, title contender Josh Emmett fought for the um, title. Uh, beat. You know, uh, Giga, but that guy is is a phenomenal, um, phenomenal partner. He's five eleven. He's got the seventy two inch reach, so that's who he's going to be uh, doing a lot of the training with. So I think Rob Font, uh, his guy to replicate Corey Sanhagen uh, frame wise is Calvin Cater. That's a good. That's and, a good guy to have. And I think, I think so. He's gonna be fighting a less skilled stand-up guy with a shorter reach than than Calvin Cater. Oh baby, I'm in on Rob Font by KO. You surprised me, man. I thought you were gonna be taking Corey Sandhagen here. That's the, that's the first. That's the first initial thought. But you have to look more than just face value. I think I think I'm kind of fading my own bias here because I, I like Rob Font a lot. I'm probably just not taking him because because of my bias, but I don't know, man. He is he is older. He is. He's thirty six. But, but at the same time, I mean, he lost to Cheeto and he lost to Jose Aldo. Mm-hmm. And they were—he I mean, was beating them too. Like he was beating them both, and then he just got knocked yeah. down. You know, and and Sanhagen lost to Jan and to TJ uh, Dillashaw. Yep. Which that was even questionable because I kind of think Sanhagen won the Dillashaw fight. Me too. And I was—I hate TJ Dillashaw, so I was even cheering for Sanhagen there. Um. But I still think I think Rob Hunt has has the power to to put him to sleep. Corey Sanhagen has never been um, put to sleep before. I don't think. Uh, I'll just double check that. No losses by knockout. Rob Hunt could make history here. He could. He could be the first. Pop the cherry. Representing, representing the New England cartel, and he might put him out. I'm gonna go Rob Font. By KO. It's a big prediction. Popping the chin cherry. 
that is gonna that's gonna be oh I think he can do it. I really think he can do it. I'm gonna stick to, to Corey Sandhagen, but it does make me happy that you're on the Rob Font side. I'm gonna be cheering the for for Rob Font the entire time, for certain. Man. It's a decent card, actually. Now that we've talked about it, the card's dog, a little bit better than I expected. Your dog son, how much did that cut affect him during that fight? Honestly, I don't think that much. You don't think so? Not that much. I think it affected him, but I don't think it was it was it was the reason that he lost. Granted, they did stop it because of the cut, but I think Sanhagen was going to beat him, even outside of the cut. He was he was going to beat him on the scorecards. Yeah. Yadong Song could have slapped him at any moment. Yeah, yeah, he could have. That's what that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised Cheeto. I'm very surprised Cheeto um, didn't get the finish over over Sanhagen. Rob Font's not going to start slow like that. Rob Font's going to come out, Gun chip blazing, on his shoulder. Man. Yeah, chip on his shoulder, ready to rock. Off coming off of a, a beautiful. Um, Knockout over Adrian Giannis. Oh my gosh, he's got to go Rob Font by KO. I'll be cheering for it. I'm gonna, That's... I'm gonna be cheering for you, Tim. Yeah, well, we'll find out if MMA math does work because technically, do the math, Sanhagen should win. So the MMA we'll... math fucking sucks. It, but it does work. That's the only thing. It does work. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But good card. It's a good card. Not a great card. Not a terrible card. But it is a good card. Yeah, there's gonna be some some good moments on it. My boy Lopez, and then that main event's gonna be a banger. I think. I mean, I would say that fight end by KO or inside the distance under, you know, just fight ends. Um, inside the distance would be a good bet there. I don't know what they'll put it at because both these guys have a lot of decisions, so we might be able to get plus money at uh, Rob Font and Sanhagen ends inside the distance, but I think one of them is getting slapped. If I had to bet on it, you know. Yeah, so you can look at even look at. Um, we could do another um, Diego Lopes, uh, Njoku, Suarez, and Rob Font. All of those fights to not go the distance. That would probably be a nice little chunker. That's, I mean, I feel like all those are pretty high clip that those don't go to decision. Yeah. Because I feel like most of these that are going to go to decision are going to be these ones down here, you know, like in the lower side. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Um, I'm excited. And then we got some other good fights. Um, coming up uh next week and in the following week so i'm pumped man I'm yeah pumped. it's always good and then uh i think we're two weeks away two or three weeks away from dana white contender series uh coming back thank god so, dude i'm gonna be i'm gonna be watching that for sure yeah and then um tonight in a little bit we got uh teamer versus brad the serial killer katona yeah that man's got bodies like, he's going to be Netflix documentary in 20 years. They're going to find oh, him I, under his octagon or something. Under He's yeah. going to have, like, one in his backyard. 
Yeah, we'll be watching the ID channel, and we'll be like, former <laughs> UFC fighter Brad Katona. Brad Katona kills yeah. teammate. Yeah, they'll do the they'll do the reenactments, and you'll have uh, Connor come out. And yeah. Uh, oh, I knew that opinion. little knucklehead. Yeah. He'll be yelling shit. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Connor, before we go, um, Justin Gaethje tweeted out, "Sign the contract." Dude. So Connor. You you're a big Connor fan. You don't want to see that. Connor Connor replied. What did Connor say? And with a signed picture of Connor McGregor for Justin Gaethje, he gave him a little signed a little photo for him. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That fight happens. Gaethje gets a murder charge. You can leave Brad Katona alone, but if Gaethje and Connor McGregor at this stage of Connor's career get into the octagon, Justin Gaethje would do some bad things, Tim. And I know you love Connor, so I, I don't want to go too hard. But... I'm, I'm, I'm a realist, though, at the same time. Yeah. I think this is just a ploy to uh, get Michael Chandler even more pissed off. You Probably, know, man. Rattle, rattle a couple cages. Um, I think it could all be smoking mirrors waiting for Nate to, to get rid of his business. Oh, Nate's fighting this week too. Not that anybody cares, but um, he's probably gonna lose, bro. Fucking lose to Jake Paul, man. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. But I would like to see Nate come back and then get that trilogy out of the way. Yeah, bro. I want to see Ben Askren fight uh, Jorge Masvidal again. (laughs) Don't want. Don't want to see that either. I want to see that, dude. <laughs> I want to see. They want to do MMA. I want to see if, if Ben Askren gets fucking kneed in the face again. <laughs> He'd probably do this. What if he did the same exact thing again? <laughs> and first of all, Ben Askren is, uh, is got plastic hips now. There's no, no way. It's all chit-chat because, you know, they're looking for that, that rush. He already got that payday from, from Jake Paul. He got a couple so, of milli for that for sure. Yeah. So let him run his wrestling school and hop on Twitter and say this, that, and the other thing. Nobody nobody wants to see that. Yeah, bro. The... And... Go ahead. Sorry. It's like it's like watching uh two uh ninety year old men fight over a handicapped parking spot. It's like <laughs> uh, driving we'll Buicks. It. Yeah, we'll watch it. Because it's so bad. Yeah. I was, dude, yeah. I was going to say, man, is Ben Askren, like, people don't understand how high level, like, what, what like, level of, of kind of celebrity he is in the wrestling world as well. Like, Ben Askren is set for life. If he wants to just run a wrestling school and go and do, like, seminars and stuff, like, he was an Olympic-level wrestler. If you were a wrestling family, which like in the Midwest, all their all the boys really wrestle. Like he was kind of a household name for a little while there. Um, mm-hmm. So the dude is the dude is set. Like he's just fine. I hope I hope he uh, he fights Ben or uh, Masvidal and, and somehow grapple fucks Masvidal for three rounds and makes Jorge very angry. That'd make me laugh very hard. It, it would look like the Colby fight again, as long as Ben didn't get knocked out in the first first 30 seconds of each round yeah dude ben has like the build of like a an elderly woman he like can't lean all the way back he's like leaned forward and his hips are my goodness 
I, I'd rather see those guys just do their do their own thing, get some ventures going, and and be done with the fighting. But it's hard. It's hard. I understand it when you're you're that into something, you're that passionate, you've done it your whole life. It's it's hard not to be uh, competing on that stage. So especially when you've been competing for, they've probably been competing thirty years of their life. You know. Oh yeah, especially you know Street Judas. He's been out there, you know, in the streets of Miami. Oh yeah, dude. He's still probably getting fights in the the streets of Miami. Well, no, he he he's all about the money, which is good. Yeah. So got paid, dude. I was a big fan of Jorge before, uh, like even after the the Darren Till fight, and then he got corny afterwards. But in his like beginning of his UFC career, he was fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I remember him from all the the Kimbo videos. So yeah, long long time ago. Kimbo videos, man. That brings me back to, uh, for some reason, the name that comes up is Keith Jardine. <laughs> he fought Keith Kimbo. Jardine. Yeah. Dude, Keith Jardine, he's he's a bad dude, man. He I fought liked, Kimbo. I liked yeah. That was crazy. All right. Well, uh, thanks for watching, and uh, thanks, Tim. For you got out. it. Thank you. We'll wrap it up, and then... Uh, watch some some tough and we'll see what happens and get ready for the next card hell yeah